often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 527. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording yet again inside the Slapbox penthouse. Living it up, living in the dream. I was going to try to do some more rhyming about cream and stuff, but uh, yeah, I lost it. It's gone. There's no... I don't know what I'm going to do with cream. Maybe listen to some ginger... Uh, I guess hear Ginger Baker rock out. <laughs> I guess Eric Clapton is the only one left of the, that trio. I believe so. Ginger Baker, Jack Jack Bruce, the uh, bass player, right? Something like that, sure. All right, we'll go with that. <laughs> Starting out strong tonight. Starting out strong. Uh uh. I need to play like Sunshine of Your Love or something. But uh, I don't have it queued up. Not going to do that. Not going to do that. Um. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I meant to mention last show about, uh, I, I mean, I guess if you're a fan of The Point and everything, you probably already know this. I mean, you you should know this. I would imagine if you're a regular listener. But, you know, of course, I've talked about Jeff Burton a lot over the last Shit, I guess a couple months now at this point since uh, when he first went on hospice and everything. But, uh, and of course, he, he passed away now uh, several weeks back. I don't remember when exactly that was. <clears throat> but they did uh, raise the amount they set out to raise, of course, for the fundraiser for Jess' family, which is uh, really cool. Um, but I did. I don't. I didn't uh, mention that last week. But of course, they, uh, the listeners to the Rizzuto show, raised. They were shooting for the goal of seventy thousand dollars. Of course, they ended up raising from the listeners alone seventy nine thousand seven hundred fifty five dollars. So that's pretty awesome. And uh, then, uh, I guess all of the uh, sponsors, all nine of the sponsors for the Rizzuto show. Uh, they each made a $3,000 donation to add to that total, so they ended up raising $106,755 for uh, Burton's family. Which is uh, real, real fucking cool. But, uh... <clears throat> yeah, so uh, the uh, Rizzuto show, they ended up uh, touching all the seats at <laughs> Enterprise Center. I don't know, I haven't been listening lately. I, I didn't listen afterwards. I don't know if any of them got the Rona or uh, monkeypox or anything from touching the old seats. I feel like they probably did. <laughs> One or two of them had to, right? I mean, that's a lot of seats. Though I'm not, I, I just saw a little clip of some of them walking around a little bit, touching up. I don't know if they just lathered up and constantly lathered in the... Uh, you know, hand sanitizer or something of that nature. Maybe like bleached their skin. I don't know. <laughs> Afterwards, that's that's some ma- major germs going on. But they did it. They they completed Jeff's punishment for real or fake. And uh, apparently, they've started uh, sending out the shirts that uh, they printed out for uh, Jeff. The legend shirts and the 
Jeff Burton Forever, I think was the other shirt they did. Yeah, Jeff Burton Forever. So I've seen people get them, but the, they said there was a huge, high, high demand for them. Got quite a few orders in there. Obviously seeing the total that they raised for uh, Burton's family. But uh could take several weeks to get your orders. And I, I ordered mine kind of late. I had to wait until I got paid, so I didn't order it right away. So I'm not surprised they haven't gotten mine yet. But uh, they're coming out. I've seen uh, people get them. So should Shelly, as far as I know, Shelly hasn't gotten his. But uh, I will uh, definitely uh, wear that proudly once I uh, receive the old shirt. Um, <clears throat> in uh, other news, though, <clears throat> my foot is still jacked up, man. I really fucking did a number on it. I tried, you know, uh, I haven't ran now since Tuesday. It's now Saturday and when I'm recording, which I've been running like five days a week. And so I've only ran one day this week as uh, I tried to run trails again last Tuesday. And man, man, my foot is fucked. Like right there, of course, where the toe, the big toe meets the foot. There is some issue right there on my foot. I don't know if it's broken or what, but man, it's it's not pleasant. I feel pain just walking on it normally. Just putting any weight on it. It's not great. It's not fucking great. <laughs> a little bruised. A little, uh... It's just, you know, reminder that I'm alive. When you feel that pain, just like, hello, you're alive. As actually, I'm, I've got a ice pack on it at the moment. Gonna kill the pain. To flush it away. Flush away the pain. Drown away the pain with a little ice. Oh, ice, ice, baby. If you know what I mean. You feel me? Vanilla ice there. Uh, I was gonna say his real name, but I forgot his name. <laughs> his, like, real name. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I'm surviving with the foot, though. I, I'll be all right. I'm still going to – I'm still planning on making – I'm going to maybe try running again tomorrow, see if it's uh, a little bit better after giving it several days off. And I still intend on getting out to uh, run at the Ozark Trail Race uh, to uh, pace out there. So, well, you know, I'll survive one way or another, one way or another. Um I've been uh, getting into the uh, Dahmer series on Netflix as of the last couple days. Um, look up the actual title of it. Dahmer. It's Dahmer something or other. Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Of course, Evan Peters is playing uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Um... <laughs> And uh, <clears throat> he looks, man, he looks a lot like the actual Jeffrey Dahmer. He's just, I feel like Evan Peters <laughs> has uh, really, uh, <laughs> really been, uh, <clears throat> training for this his whole life. <laughs> As uh, the American Horror Story, he's played a lot of characters. Played a lot of characters that are like similar to this uh, Dahmer character. You know what I'm saying? 
is uh <laughs> man uh speaking of the actors of the show i noticed the the one that plays his stepmother um i saw her and i was like oh she looks from i i know her but i i hadn't seen her in a long time i, I was kind of like uh you know normally i'm pretty good about immediately figuring out where i know actor actress from but uh i ended up looking it up like holy shit it's molly ringwald <laughs> i haven't seen molly ringwald in anything in a long time you know i still picture when i in my head picture molly ringwald i think of the breakfast club of course that's that's my go-to and you know maybe 16 candles but maybe breakfast more so breakfast club because that's the one that uh i've seen more like 16 Candles. I don't even know if I've ever watched that all the way through. I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have. Probably seen all those John Hughes movies all the way through. But I was really thrown off. And it was boggling my brain to see her old because, like, I just, you know, I don't see Molly Ringwald in a lot of shit since the fucking 80s. So in my head, I still picture Molly Ringwald in fucking Breakfast Club. <laughs> Uh, but uh, anyway, the show is uh, I, I keep watching it like right before I go to sleep. You know, best time to watch stuff about a murderer, a psycho killer, as it were, like the Talking Heads saying about great fucking song, bro, great song. Um, <laughs> but uh, as as I'm going to bed, and there's one one scene where he's wearing these fucking uh. I uh these prop uh <laughs> contacts I guess from uh <laughs> he got from a a store that where his, his eyes look all yellow and shit almost like snake eyes and just as <laughs> he's fucking killing this kid uh I had known about uh, uh, a lot of uh Dahmer's crimes so I haven't really <clears throat> read or you know watched anything on Dahmer in a while so kind of interesting to get a rehash on just what kind of a special monster this fuck was um <clears throat> but there's re- fairly recently infographics i think did a uh, a bit on Dahmer the youtube uh channel which is a really great youtube channel they got a lot of good stuff a lot of history historical stuff on there you get stuff on killers and uh war, uh, world wars and and uh you know just all kinds of like historical facts i i guess they're pretty good i haven't like researched every video to see like how you know factual they are but i think they do their due diligence that they have a good research team over there but they do like an animated cartoon if you haven't seen it to the story that they're telling they've got uh I don't know the name of the uh, the guy that does the voiceover work there, but uh, he's got a strong... The one that currently does it, he's been doing it for quite a while. <sighs> Salad. Salad voice on that guy. And uh, <clears throat> the, there was a guy before him, too. But uh, I don't think he did it for very long. Anyway, infographics. They, they got some good shit on there, and uh, they actually talked about like the most fucked up uh, thing that... Pro- Probably Dahmer did, and he did this to, uh, I think, at least like three, maybe four victims. And they have it 
fairly early in the, one of the episodes on the uh, Netflix show is that uh, he uh, did experiments on, uh, again, like three or four of his victims. And uh, <clears throat> he would drill a hole in their head. And one of them he poured like boiling water into the head. His his idea was he wanted to create like a fucking uh, sex slave, like a zombie, like sex slave, to like keep him alive, but then to just keep fucking him. And uh, again, Dahmer, real fucked up individual. Um, <clears throat> as uh, <clears throat> he, uh, yeah, he would drill the hole in the head. And uh, the the one guy, yeah, he put the hot water in. I I don't know if he did that first, like the, one of his first experiments. But then he uh, also would take uh, hydrochloric acid, um, and put that in the hole and just put it on people's brains. And like uh, he did this to a fourteen year old kid. Um, which man, I'm gonna fucking brutalize this kid's name fortunately um <clears throat> damn it i uh lost the uh, spot there where it says his name i had it pulled up <clears throat> oh here we go yeah i'm going to tell i apologize here this is uh do do do, do. conorak Synthasm phone, I believe. That's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, he was a 14-year-old kid. And, the, like, he kept the kid. He, uh, they have a big scene about it in the, uh, the show, which, from what I understand, is fairly accurate to what actually transpired there. I imagine not to the T, you know. Um, but he picked this kid up. And uh, he uh, drilled the hole in his head and put the hydrofluoric acid or chloric acid, whatever, uh, in in the kid's head to basically give him a lobotomy. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> then he, like, went to uh, uh, get more alcohol, like, left the apartment, left the kid in there all fucked up from the, the hole in the head and the, the acid on the brain. And then uh, the kid got out of his apartment and couldn't speak and stuff and everything because he's all fucked up from, you know, acid just fucking eating through his fucking head. But he was naked. And uh, his neighbors called the cops on him. They could tell that this obviously was a young boy. And then uh, Dahmer gets back. And uh, the police aren't there yet, I guess. In the show, I think they might they were already, but I, I'm not sure. I think in real life, maybe they weren't there yet. Um, but uh, his neighbors you know, called him out on his bullshit, and this is a kid. I guess they could probably see that he was bleeding from the head from the fucking hole he put into his skull. And uh, <clears throat> that when the cops got there, though, the cops, he told the cops that uh, this was his 19-year-old boyfriend and that he was just really drunk, that he drinks a lot, gets a little crazy, and uh, 
Of course, Dahmer himself was a raging fucking alcoholic. Just fucking, why stand just like boozing it up hardcore every day. Um, but I guess if I did fucking just horrific, horrific things, I'd have to do something to cope with the fact that I was a monster. Um, but uh, <clears throat> anyway, so uh, he convinced the cops uh, that like uh, they followed him back to his apartment. They took helped him get like the kid back to his apartment. And uh, I guess they were just so freaked out by it. Like, oh, this is a gay couple. I don't want anything to do with this. Oh, fuck this. I, I, uh, you're going to give me some kind of fucking AIDS or something. You know, I don't want to go any near, near this gay couple. It's the kind of the feeling I get from the cops. There's actually a record of the fucking 911 call uh, from the neighbor to the cops. And actually, I guess they called the cops after, like, they had left. Because the, the cops, of course, did not arrest Dahmer at that point. Because once they got back to his apartment, Dahmer showed him pictures, them, pictures of the kid. He took pictures of the kid naked. I guess the kid was naked in the pictures. Proving like, oh, hey, this is hey, this is my boyfriend. Here we go. Here's pictures of him. I, I took of him. And uh, what it was, I guess Dahmer was known for uh, offering to pay people for pictures. Uh, that he would take home, I guess, nudies, nudes, whatever. Uh, and uh, then he would fucking drug them, murder them, rape them, all that horrid shit, you know, put a hole in their skull, whatever he would do. And uh, so the cops seen this picture, and he actually had a fucking corpse of another person in the fucking room. Or, I don't know, in the room, but, like, in his apartment. And I don't believe... His apartment was all that fucking big. Um, I, I got to know here. How big was Dahmer's apartment? But uh, how was? <laughs> My Googling abilities are not great tonight. Um, anyway, he had a, another... Um, do do Man, does it still exist? It was in, of course, he lived in Milwaukee at the time. Um, Oxford Apartments. Is it still there? That's a good question. I guess it still exists, or is that? No, that's a shot from the show, I guess. Um, It was the Oxford Apartments, 924 North 25th Street in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, it's a replica of his apartment that's featured in the series, of course. Um, do, 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 I don't know if it's still there. I'm looking. Yeah, fuck, he also killed, yeah, crazy. He killed st- people while living in his grandmother's house and shit, too. Um... <clears throat> I guess, oh shit, yeah, okay, this is what happened after uh, they found out about Dahmer, like arrested him here It's uh, to the apartment building. Shortly after Dahmer was arrested, several residents of the Oxford Apartments moved out immediately. Apartments remained available to rent, but there were not many takers due to the absolutely horrific murders that took place there. 
Today, the building is no longer standing. Dahmer's apartment building was torn down and completely demolished at the request of the victims' families. That makes sense. I mean, he fucking, uh, I don't know how many bodies he had there at the end, but they're, like he killed 17 people in total. Um, not all of them were there, though. Uh, Marquette Wire reports that developer Ogden Homes, who purchased the plot of land from the city for just $500 in 2012, was not permitted to build any other buildings or structures on the land. The Milwaukee location is now an empty lot full of grass and surrounded by a tall, barred metal fence with no morbid reference to Dahmer whatsoever. Interesting. Some fucked up. I mean, some fucked up shit happened there, man. Fucked up shit. Um, I, I'm quite curious to how big it really was, though. Uh, I'm not seeing square footage or anything. I'm really hoping I kind of see it, but I mean, it, from the from what I gather, not real big. Oh man, here's pictures of this fucking apartment. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it looks fairly small. Fairly small. There's not a whole lot to see here. So I guess after the cops had started, like, tearing up the place. But, uh, real low-income area. As, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, the cops were in there. They could have stopped him. He had this fucking 14-year-old boy there that he had fucking drilled a hole in the side of his head and put acid in there. And he had a dead body in there in his apartment when the cops went up there and he showed him pictures. They, the apartment apparently smelled fucking awful. His neighbors were always complaining about how awful the smell was. The cops are like, I don't see here gay things are happening in here. I guess it just always smells like ass in gay people's apartments. Is, uh, I guess the feeling that the cops had there. They just uh, d- must have been the real A-team that was out on patrol that night. Um, as uh, he would uh, go on to kill a few more people, I think, at that point. And... Uh, <clears throat> Obviously, maybe they could have saved that kid because after the cops left, he ended up just putting more acid in the kid's head, and of course, he fucking died. <clears throat> but uh, the great stuff, uh, I should say, to watch right before you're going to bed. Great stuff. <laughs> I don't remember if I had any uh, crazy dreams or not. I feel like <laughs> uh, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's uh some fucked up shit. This show's not bad. Show's not bad. It's an entertaining show. Andor's really good, too. I know that came out the other day. There's three episodes that I definitely, I mean, I love uh, Rogue One. Big fan of the uh, uh, Rogue One. I love Diego Luna. I think he's a great actor. He's fantastic in Narcos Mexico or Mexico. Narcos Mexico. Um, As he played Felix Gallardo. And uh, I think uh, Diego Luna's great. I one thing I wish I could see though, maybe maybe this will happen. You know, I I would love to see fucking Mando come in contact with Andor. 
you know, those two were both great. This would have been because uh, at that point in time, he's still a bounty hunter at that point in time. You know, this is pre baby Yoda. You know, maybe maybe he's around. Din Djarin, still around, you know. It'd be fucking great to see uh, <laughs> the old Mando, man. Mando, man? Mando, which they did release, of course, the uh, season uh, three trailer for uh, Mandalorian. And uh, it's getting exciting. We got we got several months yet to wait for that, but uh, it would be awesome to see Pedro Pascal and Diego Luna share the screen in Star Wars together. That would be pretty fantastic. Um, but uh, I don't I don't know if we'll get that. I don't know if we'll get it. It's uh oh man, there's a. Uh, article here on inverse.com that says Mandalorian season three release date maybe sooner than you think actor reveals is the wait almost over Carl Weathers thinks so I fucking love Carl Weathers and I trust that man with my life (laughs) I feel like Carl Weathers wouldn't let me down fucking love Carl Weathers it's fucking Apollo Creed motherfucker and uh, uh, Dylan I guess is the name of his character in uh, Predator and just a fucking epic fucking handshake between him and Dutch, Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Fucking just the, both just fucking greased up, just at the prime of both of their fucking lives, physically speaking. And just the, the glistening of their arms as they just make contact and just, ugh. Fucking, yeah, Dylan, you're looking very nice. Yes, you're glistening, you're glistening arms. Still... Little, little girly man, you know, but you're looking pretty nice for yourself, you know. You're not going to go killing any predators tonight. It's it's all for Dutch. Dutch is going to murder all the predators. <laughs> going all Dutch on predator, all the aliens, yes. Yes, we're going to kill this little puny uh, Dylan over here, though, yeah. <laughs> yes. Looks may look nice and light and all, all wet and shiny, but here we go, Dutch, Dutch all the way. Uh, anyway, so uh, Carl Weathers here, he's giving us the lowdown. Says in this article, of course, on Inverse.com, the Mandalorian is the tentpole of Disney Plus. Even though the series hasn't released new episodes for almost two years, has it really been that long? It's a it seems like less, I guess, because of the book of Boba Fett. But uh, its existing episodes made a huge impact. Disney Plus opened The Mandalorian as its main selling point, and it's acted as a blueprint for all the live-action Disney Plus Star Wars series that followed in its footprints. And uh, it's a hell of a bl- uh, footprint to follow. <laughs> but uh, when can we expect Season 3 to finally premiere? We thought we had a release date only for it to become ambiguous. Now a tweet from a cast member may be the confirmation we need. The Mandalorian Season 3 was always going to be a long wait, especially since its spinoff, The Book of Boba Fett, basically included a bonus episode of The Mandalorian, which was, by my account, the fucking best episode of The Book of Boba Fett, was when Mr. Din Djarin showed up, and it was basically an episode of The Mandalorian. Um... (coughs) Anywho, 
<laughs> that episode established the main goal for the next season. Forced to renounce the Mandalorian identity, Din Djarin will have to return to the living waters of Mandalore to be forgiven for his sins. And uh, that trailer, looking great. Uh, <laughs> going back to Mandalore. Uh, but when we are, uh, are we going to see this adventure? It looked like we got our official answer in May when Fil- Dave Filoni and John Favreau announced at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim that the series would pre- premiere in February of 2023. However, when the season's teaser trailer premiered, there was no release date included. Was the series delayed? Considering the number of delays we've seen with Star Wars TV shows, including Andor getting pushed back almost a month, mere weeks before it was set to premiere, it wouldn't be surprising. The Mandalorian team is aware of the intense fan demand for the show, but Disney Plus needs to get their flagship title done right. I prefer it be done right, man. Keep the Mandalorian right. <laughs> Keep him on the way. <laughs> uh, however, a recent tweet from Mandalorian ca- uh, star... Mr. Carl fucking Weathers offered a reassuring note. Weathers, who plays Grief Karga and is appearing in Season 3, tweeted that he cannot wait until the February 2023 release of the new season on Disney+. He also revealed in a comment to a fan that he's returning behind the camera as director. Oh, good stuff. This is the way. Um, Can this... Source be trusted more than the new season's official trailer? It's unlikely that Weathers would be given the wrong release date, especially if he's also serving as a director. It's possible he was working from outdated information, but the tweet has been up for almost 48 hours. Surely Disney would have been in touch with Weathers if uh, he was raising false hope. And uh, now I'm just imagining all the times they've said hope (laughs) in Star Wars. Uh it looks like we can trust Carl Weathers. Of course we can. He's a pile of motherfucking creed. <laughs> there could always be new developments, but until then, expect to see his affable charm back on screen alongside Mando in February. Mm. But uh, but yeah, I, li- I like what I see so far in Andor. I really feel like I need to go back and watch episode one again because I was watching it while I was doing other stuff, so I didn't give it the proper attention that it deserved. And uh, maybe I missed a thing or two as I was, like, making dinner and stuff while I was watching it. Been working a lot of hours this week, so I had to, had to uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. I had to... <laughs> I was distracted, but I feel like I definitely missed some things in that first episode. Was, I mean, I caught on. I think I feel like I know what's going on. I, I get the gist, but uh, I'm I can't wait to see how he uh, meets up with K2SO, the uh, robot, of course, from Rogue One. I would imagine they're going to have that in the show, and it'll be interesting to see. How many of the characters from Rogue One will see in there? Will we see Jyn Erso or her father, Galen Erso? Are we going to see them? Obviously, they don't meet Cassian Andor until Rogue One, so obviously they wouldn't meet on the show. I don't know. Star Wars <laughs> has a good way of like retconning shit, though, so they might... 
they might, you know, in passing meet. Maybe they uh, just on the street. Oh, hey, I don't know you, but there you are. <laughs> Do I know you? No, but there you are. Um, <laughs> maybe have a moment like that. There's a... This will be a deja vu moment. Be weird going back and watching Rogue One after that. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, oh, man. Be great to see uh, Mando. I mean, February's not too far away, even if too far. As, uh, I'm not really sure how many episodes um, we've got of Andor. As, uh, Oh man, they're Oh no, that it hasn't been out yet. I was like they put out episode four already? As uh three <laughs> Damn you. It says three. There's uh Yeah, there's gonna be more than three. That can't be the only number of ep- like there's only been three so far. Just tell me how many in total there's gonna be, you bastards. Damn you, Internet. Damn you, Googles. Google, you bastard. Uh, it seems like a... Oh, 12 episodes. Okay. Total of 12. That makes it longer than any of the any of the first seasons of the Star Wars series. So uh, that's pretty great. Double that of Obi-Wan. Double. Um... As uh, it's crazy that they released three episodes. Three episodes? <laughs> I fuck. Did somebody drill a hole in my head and put some uh, acid in there? Shit. It's crazy that they released three episodes from the get go. I guess they probably did that. Yeah, I guess because they pushed back the release of it. That's probably why they released three from the get go. There. I think that has something to do with it. Um says the release here this is a distractify.com I'm reading this off of it's uh what is the release schedule for Andor the first three episodes of Andor dropped together on Wednesday there's this last Wednesday September the 21st which the (laughs) makes me think of the great um (laughs) Earth Wind and Fire song which uh Demi uh, uh forget his last name but uh fucking uh, this guy did uh, every year on September 21st did a new video up until 2021 that was this final one did for like I don't know since like 20, 2016 till 2021 or something like that of that nature every year he put out a, a video where he's dancing and it's so good it's so good uh, <laughs> September 21st uh, anyway <laughs> the first the first three drop together on Wednesdays, the 21st, and the show is set to drop one episode a week every week through the end of its first season. That means that the show will always be on Disney Plus on Wednesday mornings until its last episode airs on November 23rd. Given its longer first season, we're going to have Andor in our lives for a pretty extended run, especially by the standards of modern TV. That's pretty great. I like it long. Give it long, baby. Give me more. Um, give me more. Uh, 
I would like to see Jen or so in there. But I I'm I'm pretty excited just to, I want to see when he gets K2SO. I love me some K2SO. He's possibly maybe the best droid in Star Wars. I that that might be controversial controversial to say. I mean there's C3PO and R2D2 and I, I, R2's uh, is he better than R2? I I mean I guess I can, I guess I can't say he's better than R2, but I mean he's fucking past R2. He's he's a hard he's a he's a strong second. <laughs> as as I've said it out loud like, you know what R2 really is. I mean, that is my ringtone on my phone is R2. And uh <laughs> I remember uh having the old laser discs of uh Star Wars a New Hope. And uh whenever R2 gets shot by the Jawas and that great sound effect playing that like over and over <laughs> and over again like uh there was some just kind of just the sound that R2 made while being shot from the 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 old Jawas which I fucking love me some Jawas and of course they make they oh that episode Speaking of like amazing episodes of Mandalorian, the episode where the Jawas are just you know a huge part of it, where uh, they scrap the Mandalorian ship, like just steal like pretty much everything off that fucking ship. I mean, they basically put that thing up on blocks as uh, <laughs> um, and uh. When they did that, of course, they uh, <laughs> Mando had to go back and you know make a deal with these fuckers to get his shit back and for them to put his ship back together. <laughs> and uh, well, of course, they didn't put it back together. Nick Nolte's character—I forgot his character—helped Mando put the ship back together. But it, that fucking when the he gets that egg for the Jawas, like almost dies getting the egg. And then, of course, what do they do <laughs> once they get the egg? They just fucking eat it right away. <laughs> That's all they wanted. They all just fucking take it. And uh, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. As uh, I mean, love me some Jawas. I mean, who, does, who doesn't love Jawas? Maybe the Mandalorian. <laughs> That's a good, good possibility. I feel like he may not love some Jawas. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, as, uh, I think, I think I might have, oh, no. I thought I had it. Um, thought I had the, uh, old, uh, <laughs> clip together here. As, uh, no, no. Thought I had. Don't know why that clip is not uh, loading up. I this is the fucking clip for. No, no, what the fuck? Oh, I know why. This is something strange in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. I think I got. I think I got it figured out here now. <laughs> Yeah, I just got to... Here's the R2 sound effect. Him, him getting shot by the uh, Jawas. 
think, yeah, I think that's, <laughs> or no, no, that's not from that. Damn it. I'm thinking of, that's, that's another scene. That's R2, of course. But he makes that and then like falls over. There's something just great about that. I forgot what scene exactly. That's that's R two there. Um, I labeled these clips really weird. I guess I don't have that saved in here. Uh, that's a shame. Why would I not have that in there? Anyway, yeah. As uh. That uh, was great. The the whole uh, Mando with the Jawas. And of course, just ex- super excited about uh, season three of Mandalorian. And just, uh, it was great. I mean, we did go a long while without the Mandalorian when the Book of Boba Fett hit. And it felt so good to have that episode where Mando came back and was like, oh shit. I mean, the Book of Boba Fett was good, but I mean, for the most part. But that episode is like, oh shit, Mando's where it's at, motherfuckers. Mando. And <laughs> I just hear when I hear Mando, I I think Carl Weathers, the great Carl motherfucking Weathers, saying Mando, Mando. <laughs> I don't do <laughs> Carl Weathers, but <laughs> yeah, he's talking about Mando. Tell me, Dylan, how's the Mando? Oh, how great would it be? They need. When is Arnold gonna make an ex, uh, <laughs> an appearance in a Star Wars? You know, have him. Yes, have him Mandalorian. Yes, we go back. We'll, we'll uh, clench fists again. Darren, we'll Karga. <laughs> come here, Dutch. It's me, Dutch. <laughs> call him. They should call him Dutch. <laughs> be like worlds colliding. Uh, now I gotta. I imagine Arnold would love to be in Star Wars. <laughs> I'm sure he would go for it. Let's see Arnold Star Wars. No, <laughs> is there any? Oh, there's Vader, of course. <laughs> there's a bunch of things. People just. Uh, <laughs> Did he? Re- oh, there's. This is uh, Arnold. <laughs> I don't know if this is true. <laughs> Auditioning for Star Wars. I think this is a joke. This is a. Uh, Arnold, yes. George, put me in. Put me in. I'll be Han Solo. <laughs> yes, my Wookiee friend. Yes. We're going to Death Star. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of people who put Arnold in, in Star Wars. I feel like you can put him in there, though. And just, you know, I would. <laughs> so there's got to be. He's got, I would, I bet Arnold. <clears throat> Arnold's got to have some interest in being in Star Wars. Uh, let's see. Hey, <laughs> Arnold loves Star Wars. Maybe that's <laughs> no. Nobody's mentioning it. Uh, oh, here we go. This, this is a this is a Reddit going on here. When Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh, oh, god damn it, Nat like flew in my eye. 
audition for Star Wars. There's some great comments on here. Don't dox me, bruh. Said, uh, the punch George Lucas in the throat and the swelling hasn't gone down to this day. <laughs> uh, man, I've, there's not much of a discussion here. Not much of a Reddit here. <laughs> a subreddit, whatever. Um, that's pretty much all the comments. Uh, I would, I would love. Uh, Will Sasso even did some commentary as uh, uh, Star Wars commentary. Hmm. Interesting. As this fucking website's got all kinds of fucking ads popping up, and it won't let me fucking do anything. Uh. Yeah, it'd be great to have Arnold in there. I don't again. I'm not sure what like what character you would put Arnold in as. What series would work best? I mean, I could see him in Andor, which uh, I imagine we would have gotten some kind of a hint that Arnold was going to be in Star Wars at this point already. If if that were a thing, um. But uh, I haven't heard anything about it, but I could see him being some, uh, like, I could see him working for the Empire. Because, I mean, you know, if you think about it, <laughs> I mean, the Empire was based off Nazis to begin with, and they tend to have more European accents, more of, like, the British, maybe not so German. But, I mean, the design of the uniforms and stuff, which, you know, I mean, Arnold is Austrian, but, uh, you know, so was Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> as he annexed Austria like right away whenever uh, World War II uh, right before I guess World War II broke out as, uh, right at the start there whatever however you want to figure that um, but uh, you know it, it would seem I mean Werner Herzog he's he's German yeah Werner, Werner Herzog he uh, loves the baby Yoda Werner um, he was Empire so, you know, I, mean, the, I guess there is a German accent right there. Bam. So Arnold's Austrian accent would fit right in it is in, in the Empire. And, you know, maybe a Mando appearance, him being in there, or maybe even Rogue One. He could even have, you know, play a reoccurring character in both, in Andor and, and uh, in Mando. How great would uh, would that be, you know? It could be like Moff Gideon's boss. <laughs> I don't know that. Uh, 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 I can't remember the uh, blue guy's name <laughs> from Star Wars, but there's the. Uh, uh, it's Moff, not Moff. Um, I, I, I keep thinking of Tarkin. Obviously, it's not Tarkin. Um, but uh, I mean, Arnold should be like a high up. In the Empire. I feel like that should be a thing. Be good, yes. We need to get Baby Yota. Yes, Le- Lord. <laughs> Not Lord. Um, Sidious, he needs... He needs the Mithraclarians from Baby Yota so he can finish cloning. Yes. Bring the Empire back. Get it. Oh, the damn Lord Vader destroyed the Empire. Yes, he threw the 
Dodge City is down the shaft, yes. We heard him scream. I think maybe that... Did, I feel like maybe that happened when they threw the... I don't remember if Wilhelm scream happened when they threw the Emperor down. It's been a while since I watched Return of the Jedi. Wilhelm screams in like every fucking Star Wars, though, so... Good chance it's in there. So of course, you're not familiar with Wilhelm scream. It's... <laughs> it's in almost every movie. That's a classic thing, to put the sound of that scream in movies. I I know we've talked in the past... On this show. It's been a while. Uh, but the Wilhelm scream, we've talked about it on uh, the uh, <laughs> the podcast. But it's, okay, it's been a few years. Um, it's, uh, of course, like every Star Wars movie. It's in there somewhere. It's uh, This is an article about it on the WashingtonPost.com. How the Wilhelm scream became Hollywood's ultimate secret sound effect. Ben Burt calls it an in-joke that got out of hand. He managed to keep it on the lowdown for years. Today, though, it might affectionately be called the once secret sound effect that ate Hollywood. Watch a film featuring Indiana Jones or Luke Skywalker or Buzz Lightyear or Ron Burgundy, or of course, or Mr. Blonde or Frodo. And there's a good chance you'll hear it. It's the brief yelp of almost hilarious terror dubbed the Wilhelm scream. Surely the most reproduced cry in American cinematic history. So how did a stock sound from a 50s western become so ubiquitous, popping up in hundreds of films and TV shows as a shared wink among sound designers? The rise of the Wilhelm is noted in Attack of the Hollywood Clichés, a new Netflix special hosted by Rob Lowe that serves as a lighthearted survey course in the tropes of Tinseltown, such as the meet-cute of rom-coms and last-second bomb detonations of the crime-action genre. The Wilhelm scream is no hackneyed narrative device, but instead a nod to what Bert calls the legacy of the language of sound. Long before he became a sound man for George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, Burt grew up in Syracuse, New York, turned into movies of his youth, tape recorder by his side. Uh, I got very familiar with the sounds that repeat in movies because the five big studios that made all the films I saw as a kid, they were very distinct. With their sound libraries, uh, Burt says, by phone from his Bay Area home. Paramount had its own scream. Warner Brothers had its own scream. Studios had their own thunderclap. Their own horse whiny. Uh, their uh, whinie. Uh, their own gunshot. I became very interested in the provenance of them. Bert had no designs on entering entertainment. He planned to be a science teacher, but by his teenage years, he was equipped with this trivial knowledge of Hollywood sonics and one common yowl especially entertained him. The Wilhelm scream had been in a whole bunch of Warner Brothers pictures only in the 50s and 60s, Bert says. I sort of laughed at it because it would come up in another Western. Some character would fall off a cliff or get shot off a horse, and it'd be the same scream. By the mid-70s, Bert was at the University of Southern California studying for a master's degree in film production when he and a friend, Richard L. Anderson, began putting that scream effect into their work. 
as Fox is in the background clawing the shit up to the old couch there. Anyway, <laughs> one project was an eight-minute student film, a Flash Gordon spoof they titled Rod Flash Conquers Infinity. Oh, that name. That's that's a great fucking title. Rod Flash Conquers Infinity. Uh, they also sneak the sound into trailers they cut for imported martial arts movies. <laughs> They'd go to theaters and laugh at the clandestine caterwaul. But what to call this effect? They decided upon the Wilhelm because the sound can be heard in the 1953 film The Charge at Feather River when a soldier on horseback named Private Wilhelm betrayed by Ralph Brooks, is shot with an arrow. Rick Callsburg, we just gave that name to the scream because we had no other way to identify it. The scream can first be heard, however, in the 1951 Western, Distant Drums, in which troops led by Gary Cooper's army captain fight Seminole Indians in the Everglades. A man lets out the sound upon being fatally attacked by gators. The effect was uh, one from about six takes that an actor recorded in studio after the same after the scene was shot. The obviousness of that uh, post-shoot looping appealed to Anderson. It's a little overdone, but that's what made it stand out. The fact that it didn't sound like it was just the actor doing the take that was recorded at the time. It says, of course, by phone from the L.A. area. Soon after graduation, Burt was hired aboard the sound team for what became 77's Star Wars A New Hope. His Oscar-honored work on the film included creature and robot voices, but at one point he needed a noise for a fight scene in which a stormtrooper falls into a Death Star trench. Couldn't resist. I stuck. And so I stuck this Wilhelm in. Uh, as, uh, shit, I mean, this article keeps going on. I'm, uh, I'm going to cap it there. But basically, yeah, that's how it ended up in Star Wars. I mean, since then, it's been... It's been in all kinds of shit. They've, uh... A lot. I mean, every like Star Wars film has the Wilhelm scream put in there. As I'm gonna pull it up if my computer will fucking uh, work with me here, I will pull up the audio as a uh, son of a bitch. Get a little bit of problems with the. Uh, oh, it's telling me I need a fucking update. Anyway, well, uh, well, I almost got it here. I almost got it. It, it, it might work. It might work. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like that. All of a sudden, I, I turned into Jay Leno or something. I don't, again, I don't do a Jay Leno either. My impressions are, most of them are not great. <laughs> that was pretty terrible. Uh, the, the, the maybe this will let me, even though it's being being a little bitchy here. It's being, uh, what? Oh, oh no. This I'm going to have to look at this later. I, damn it. I watch a lot of YouTube, of course. I'll, I'll get to this in a second. Uh, I just saw a vi video I'm going to have to check out, it, and it, it almost scares me as I've got that that let's fall on, on, on uh, order here. Um, I just want the Wilhelm scream. Just give me the scream. I just want the shot. Uh, uh, there's... Here we, here we go. Very first Wilhelm scream. Here we go. Here's a shot of it. The Gator incident. It's probably going to play a goddamn ad right before it. Since <laughs> I don't have YouTube premium. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, oh, no. It didn't play an ad for a 
32 second video here as uh here we go i'll uh, go ahead and uh pop that up see here there why is it not here we go oh the audio shit there's a gator coming up <laughs> i want to see this movie now uh. Damn it. There's audio is so terrible on that. I gotta there's a compilation of it. Oh. Tropic Thunder. It's in Tropic Thunder! How can that not as uh oh I didn't even pull it up. Damn it. Oh here we go. It's showing. There's confuse me because oh, Venom. There's I don't even know. Oh, death proof. Nice. Really, I love how people hide that in there. Not gonna be a uh, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of fucking movies. Use the Wilhelm scream. This is what. So the what I was getting into there for a second. I see a post from Trogley's guitar show. Which is a big, uh, if you're big into guitars, it's a great YouTube channel to check out if you're just like, uh, Trogley is great. He, uh, buys and sells, buys and trades, uh, guitars. Then, you know, his channel, he, uh, shows off a lot of guitars that, uh, people sometimes, uh, send him and he'll just give like a, a demo of it. And some of them, like, he buys for his own collection, but a lot of them, like, he ends up just buying just to, like, trade off everything but if you're of course big into uh guitars it's uh there's he's got a video posted Gibson for sale which has me bothered a little bit <laughs> as uh I just bought that guitar and everything and it's you know like a year out I'm going to have to watch this goddamn video <laughs> Uh, once the I I get done recording here, which uh, I guess we're pretty much done here, but uh, I am uh, <laughs> just uh, I'm sure it's probably just a clickbait title, but you know Gibson hasn't like the current people that are on it, uh, but uh, damn it, I wish I could just read. <laughs> Looking to see if there's a goddamn transcript of the show here. <laughs> but he doesn't really show it here. Um, uh, are they really... Uh, that could... I don't know what that would mean for my guitar if, like, Gibson, like, sells their company. <laughs> um, hopefully, uh, they, uh, you know get their shit figured out as I really want that Adam Jones guitar man and there's it seems like I like Cesar hopefully he stays with the company he's the brand president um I'm not sure how the uh, corporate structure is exactly I forgot the name of the current president like the head the CEO I guess of Gibson um I don't know what a Gibson sale would entail I mean I'm sure that they would still hopefully you know 
continue on with like the Adam Jones line and not cancel some of the orders they already have in process that I've had since the fucking guitar was announced or since it was fucking actually released. Uh, I'll be so upset. Uh, yeah, I've been concerned that since they pushed it off for over a year after I fucking ordered the guitar that it may not, I may not get it. But it it worries me to see that Gibson, in quotes, is for sale and I like I can't find anything on just a Google search. It's like just Gibson for sale in a Google. <sighs> Leads me to uh, just, you know, buying Gibsons. As maybe if I put the word company in there, maybe that would uh, perhaps <laughs> news, maybe. Eh. I don't I don't know. As uh that really didn't help me. Trogley's in the know though. He knows a lot of people. Uh yeah. As uh damn it. I'm not sure what's going on there. As uh I I was <laughs> just like seeing that it's like no, no, please. Just don't let this affect me getting that guitar. And, you know, maybe I wouldn't know. I wouldn't think that would really fuck with production. Obviously, if, the, if somebody's going to buy out Gibson, they're not going to want to, you know, do anything that would hinder production. I don't think that they would try to fuck with that. Um, but, you know, maybe in the, somehow that would. They could get that stuff straightened out better because obviously they're having production issues. I don't know. Maybe new management would help that. I don't. I don't know. Uh, then of course, like this could just be like a a clickbait title, and they may not even be uh, selling. But that's, mm. yeah. Uh, on the brighter side of things, that <laughs> get me off thinking about that guitar. It's like you know what I. Th- I think there's a strong chance that we could be seeing the end of Vladimir Putin's reign. As uh, I know, of course, they just uh, announced, uh, Putin announced the partial mobilization, which he's, yeah, he's mobilizing, forcing people into the conscription of the uh, Russian army, which uh, I wasn't alive during Vietnam. Of course, my father ended up uh, having to go serve in Vietnam as well as my stepfather did. But, uh <clears throat> I would, you know, from what I know, I mean, it does seem like what's going on in Russia now, seeing everybody run into the fucking borders and get the fuck out of Dodge as, uh, I would, I would, uh, not want to fight, uh, in a war against the Ukrainians either as, uh, yes, Slava Ukraina, I guess is how you say that. Glory to Ukraine. Um, but, uh, as I mean, it's fucking horrible what they're, what they're doing to the Ukrainians. Uh, but uh, the Russian uh, soldiers before there had a mass conscription here going on that uh, they had uh, they don't have this, the tools and stuff for the army anyway they don't have the tanks they don't have the, the shit they're using is from like the 70s and older there's some World War 2 shit they've been using 
I mean, they're out of fucking supplies. They're ordering shit from North Korea, man. I wouldn't trust anything from, like, North Korea. You know what's bad? Like, your military's... Uh, <clears throat> you know your military is uh, in bad shape when you're calling up North Korea and... Uh, you're like, hey, hey, uh, hey you, can you uh, hook us up with some uh, fucking artillery rounds and stuff? You know that's fucking bad. Kim Jong Un's got to be like last on your on your dial. They're not known for making like great things. North Korea, they're just uh, known for famines. You know, um, they shoot a lot of missiles into the ocean. They try, you know shoot them over Japan and whatnot. Um, I <laughs> got a weird. Oh, this is a uh, fucking weird. I got a uh, message from WhatsApp saying it's weird. It says Mabel is a name, but it says I found this number in my contact. May I know who is this? I'm Rebecca. It seems like bullshit. Like I shouldn't reply to this back. It seems like complete bullshit. Um, <laughs> why would Rebecca have? <laughs> My number of the contact. I feel like that's going to be a total scam or some co- I Something bad's going to happen if I reply to that message. Most of what it, the messages I get these days, it's all like bullshit. All bullshit. If, like, unless it's like, uh, most of the time I get messages from people, it's not from like a text message anymore, like WhatsApp or anything. It's like, uh, which very few people that I ever actually use WhatsApp with, but like a messenger is where I get it. Although, you know, I get the fucking fake friend requests from people that I'm already, like, friends with. The fake profiles quite a bit, and it's always, like, an older relative that they fucking do it with, which is really fucking annoying. So they prey, you know, on uh, when they make those fake profiles, they prey on uh, the old old people that, you know, are just not as, in, uh, you know, well-versed on, uh, on the, the social media and such. Anyway... Yeah, um, fucking hopefully uh, Putin gets fucking ousted soon, as uh, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of uh, happy Russians, and it does give me a lot of uh, <coughs> vibes of uh, all, seeing all the stuff on Vietnam and the stories my father told me of you know people escaping uh, the draft, as like with these massive protests they've had in. Uh, I don't, they haven't been quite as big. The protests have not, from what I understand, have not been as big in uh, Russia as they were at the start of the Ukrainian war. The invasion of Ukraine. Um, <coughs> they, uh, but they, they've arrested something, something like 1,300 people in all of Russia from these pro- protests. But they're when they're arresting these people, and of course protesting that they do not want to get go to fucking war in Ukraine. They're uh, actually giving them draft papers after they get arrested. Um, in Russia, apparently, you have uh, everyone has to carry uh, identification on them at all times, and uh, the police are just force your identi- identity there uh, to give you over your papers and all that, and then they uh, <coughs> fill in all of the uh, information to the draft on the papers and then uh, I guess put uh, I guess they must have some kind of computer system that they immediately put it into and be like 
report tomorrow, fuckers. And uh, and seeing the videos of these people that are being uh, forced into uh, the Russian military right now. I mean, they they don't have places for these people to go. I mean, they don't have the infrastructure to mobilize like this insane amount of troops. Like they don't have beds, cots, or anything for these people to sleep on and stuff. And they're just videos of nonstop Russians just like with fucking a ton of vodka just getting loaded, just carrying a lot of alcohol with them and like just laying on floors for hours on that, on end as they uh, <clears throat> get on school buses to ship out to go fucking die in the meat grinder that is the uh, invasion of Ukraine. Oh, I'm sorry, special operation. Said that wrong. Oh, it's not a war. It's not a war. Just, you know. Over 50,000 Russians have died there. Uh, not a war, though. Not a war. So, <laughs> don't want to pit us off Vladimir Putin because, uh, I mean, I've been to Russia a couple of times, although I <laughs> I can't imagine uh, as long as Putin's in there, I'll be ever allowed to go back there. It's, I don't think I want to go back there right now. Um, <clears throat> I, I still kind of like, you know, before, like after going to Russia, I was like, I kind of like going there, visiting and shit. And that I'd, <laughs> I never wanted to say anything too bad about Russia because I was like, hey, yeah, maybe they'll fucking, uh, <laughs> I say that on here. That it might be one of the 100 people that regularly listen to this show. It might be part of the Russian government. And, uh, you know, I might get detained. I was like, you know, maybe I'll get detained or something in Russia. But I'm feeling now that, like, it's probably unlikely that I'm going to go there at least during Putin's regime. Not to mention that I have no fucking money. <laughs> I can't really afford to. Um, but, uh, I'm not as afraid to, uh, not that I was ever really afraid. I said shit about Putin, even after like going to Russia the first time I, I said some shit about Putin, but, uh, not that I ever wanted to go on like a full rant. I mean, you know, supposed to be vulgar, a lot of vulgarities on this show talking about shit, you know, how my shit looks as I've had a lot of bright green shit, by the way, drinking a lot of Gatorade, trying to get over this foot thing. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Uh, just uh, po- you go from Putin to pooping. It's which it sounds. I mean, it's a corny joke. Is you know, there's a lot of sh- corn and shit. Um, but yeah, you, you think of Putin, you just think of shit, right? He's just fucking evil bastard that kills anybody that oh you don't like me. Here's some pl- plutonium or polonium. Polonium, I guess, is the poison that he's you. Uh, I think <laughs> the name of the poison that he's used on a lot of people, which I guess isn't funny. I shouldn't be laughing at that, but I'm going to probably get poisoned now. But uh, I doubt I'm a high on the hit list. I doubt it, but maybe who knows again, you never, i I get hits from Russia on, on the show. Not a lot, not a lot. Maybe there's, there's a hit squad waiting for me the, the, they may not be able to, do well at assassinating people in Ukraine, but maybe they can in Washington, Missouri. Maybe they've got that hit squad searching for me right now. They're looking for that IP address. They're like narrowing it down, narrowing it down. But seeing as their performance in Ukraine, I you know I don't trust their abilities to locate shit. Um, as uh, their military is not looking great, not looking great. Um, but again, hopefully, man, hopefully, uh. This is the final 
straw that breaks the camel's back or whatever. And uh, the uh, Russian people get rid of Putin and uh, go a different route, you know, decide, you know what, maybe we shouldn't be in Ukraine. Just let them let them be a sovereign nation, as it were. <clears throat> and then perhaps uh, this uh, horrible inflation shit and stuff can maybe maybe stop because uh, <laughs> making life a little little difficult uh, for myself and as I'm sure most people <laughs> thus you're very wealthy of course and uh, yeah I guess that's that's about all I've got tonight is, uh, uh, yeah yeah I'm good and uh, I, I'll get back to watching uh, Dahmer because I, I haven't seen all the episodes yet and I need something, you know, something nice and cheery before to watch before I, I pass out. <laughs> Get a little... Uh. And on the plus side, if you uh, ever watch the... Uh, before I stop it for the night, um, I know I watched the Zac Efron movie about uh, Bundy. And it really felt... That one was almost like a pro Bundy movie. Like it almost at the end, they're like, are they trying to say maybe Bundy was innocent? Like it kind of finally gets into him, like murdering people at the end. Like because there was that one young, really young girl, little child, I guess that that Bundy had murdered, and it kind of starts to kind of show that, but not really. But I feel like it was almost a pro Bundy. Like you should really like Ted after this movie. I <laughs> I was a little thrown off the. Dahmer movie? No, they didn't go there, route. It's like, oh no, he was a fucked up individual, and and you see it in there. I'm glad they went that route. I would prefer to you just show how fucked up a sick, fucked up individual he is. I mean, that's don't go like, oh, was was Jeff Jeffy? Was it? Was he? Maybe he didn't. You know, maybe. There was a, re- a legitimate reason. Maybe the people asked him to drill a hole in his head, in their head, and put acid in there. You know, it was to get rid of the mind control from the CIA. You know, there was val- some kind of valid reason. Or, you know, it has to do with UFOs. Was, uh, <laughs> and the show, his mom is apparently really big into UFOs. And we know, you know, the government has acknowledged there's, there's some real UFOs out there. <sighs> anyway... <laughs> It's it's a decent show. I if, you know, if you're into true crime and serial killers and shit and uh interested in that kind of stuff. Uh but uh I I just would like to state I'm not pro serial killer. I'm just fascinated by the thing. Not not into murdering people at all. Just want to stress that. And I'm not suggesting anybody else should be pro that. Very anti anti-murdering of of any kind unless it may be like an insect, certain insects like uh, or maybe like br- mainly brown recluse spiders. Those, you know, those need to be kind of eradicated. I'm sure it might kind of fuck with the uh, ecosystem if you get rid of all of them. But, you know, after feeling, wondering if I might die from getting bit that one time, I'm really, I'm really not a fan. Not a fan. As, uh, I don't feel too bad when I kill them. I don't go out of my way to kill them as uh, anymore, but uh, definitely, you know, if there was a killer that went around and just murdered brown recluses, 
Like it wouldn't, I wouldn't feel bad at all about that at all. And I, I can get behind that. I can support that. <laughs> That's about the only murder that, you know, I'll support. Um, anyway, <laughs> another episode where I find it hard to just end. It's like, what? find that perfect note to end on. But maybe that's it. I just, that was my, my note. As uh, always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can. <laughs>